Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is living spontaneously. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Life has a purpose. You know that it does. When you were a little child, you dreamed of the future. You dreamed of being a princess, a hero. You dreamed of being like some character that you saw, maybe in Star Wars or some wonderful Hollywood movie. You wanted to, to do good, to conquer the forces of evil, and to triumph. And you knew that life had some kind of purpose, and the purpose was not defeat, but the purpose was something wonderful. You knew that when you were a child, and you dreamed of, of getting married and having a, a husband, a nice man who you loved, and having children. You dreamed of getting married and having a wife who loved you, and you could build a future together. You dreamed of such things, didn't you? And yeah, maybe you dreamed of... Uh, you know, being the football hero, the quarterback, winning the game with a touchdown pass, you know, that sort of thing. But you notice it always has something to do with victory. See? But what has happened? Well, what has happened is that you somehow have gotten pulled into the world. You have gotten pulled into the world. You lost your center. And the world came into you as you got pulled into it. You know, like when you go to a ball game, you get all caught up in the game and you yell and scream and maybe you eat too much and you drink too much and you yell too loud and afterwards your voice is hoarse and you, you ate a lot of junk food and not good. You got lost in it. You forgot what you were doing. Or maybe you got pulled into some kind of work. You were at work and it was a work project and you got all caught up in it, and you were ambitious, and other people got promotions, and you didn't, and you resented them, and you wanted to get a promotion too, and then you went to school at night, and you got a master's degree, and you went on and on and on, and months went by. Years went by. Then all of a sudden you say, where did the years go? You got caught up in something. You got caught up. And you get caught up in everything. Every day you get caught up in things. You get caught up in your music, in your food, in your texting. You get caught up in other people's problems and their conversations, and you bring work home with you. You get pulled into everything, and, and everything gets into you. Are you with me? There has to be a way of living life and not getting caught up in it. You know that such a, a way exists when you were a little child, remember? Of course, before they upset you, before your parents argued and talked about divorce and before people were cruel and teased you and put you down and picked on you. A long time ago, when you were a little child, each day was fresh. And at the end of the day, you slept the sweet sleep of innocence. And you woke up the next morning refreshed for a new adventure. And the baggage from the day before is gone. You left it all behind. You're ready and free to start anew. 
That's how you have to be able to live, spontaneously meeting each moment without the baggage of the past. But everything got into you. And it began when you became angry at people. That got, Then it got into you. The scene got into you. Their voice, the expression on their face, what they said got into you. Are you with me? And when you take drugs, something gets into you, doesn't it? When you hang around with the wrong crowd, do wrong things, something gets into you. When you hate someone, something gets into you. When you become ambitious, mostly because you resented what someone said or someone getting making more money than you or something like that, then it gets into you and you get lost in it. So now you have to find a way to go through life without getting lost in everything so that it doesn't get into you and so that you have time. You need time. You need lots and lots and lots and lots of time to refine yourself and let your hair down and rediscover life's meaning and live each day and enjoy the beauty of the sky and the flowers and the trees and take a deep breath of freedom. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. says in the Bible somewhere that we must be in the world but not of the world. You have to be in the world but not of the world. You always thought that that was just a nice little aphorism or a little slogan or a clever little thing to put somewhere or read. But now you know that it's true. You have to be in the world but not of the world. Because when you get lost in things, when you get pulled into your movies, into your ball games, into your television, into people's arguments, into what they said to you, into what they did to you, and into ambitious study and ambitious anything, setting goals. When you set a goal, you go out into the world and you get lost in the world, just like Alison, Alice got lost in Wonderland, remember? She fell down the rabbit hole and she got lost in this topsy-turvy world. Well, that's what's happened to you. It's a topsy-turvy world and it gets into you. But what gets into you? At first, it seems like fun and excitement, doesn't it? But And challenge. It seems like challenge to prove something to somebody. But then you find out what it, what's really behind it. What gets into you is negativity, darkness, hate, resentment, judgment, blame, that's right. That's what gets in. So there's more out there than just, you know, what you see. There's something behind what you see. And it gets into you. And then it lives through you. You no longer live your own life. What is, what is the purpose for your existence? Not the coach's purpose, not your boss's purpose. 
not some guru's or minister's purpose or some expert's purpose. Yeah, people mess with you and mess with you and upset you and anger you and tempt you and goad you and challenge you to do more and to do more, and then your health breaks down, and then you got this issue and that issue, and yeah, pretty soon you live your life for them. You live your life going from class to class, from doctor to doctor, from from guru to guru, to guru, from job to job, from text message to text message, from person to person, lost in the world. Well, now you must come back to your center and find what your real purpose in life is. God created you for a purpose. He created the chipmunk and the deer and the worm and the apple tree. Each has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. Each makes a contribution to the overall good of nature, doesn't it? And so, what is your purpose? Surely, if a bird has a purpose and a worm has a purpose and a squirrel has a purpose, surely you, as a human being, must have a purpose. A human being is the jewel of creation, part heaven and part earth, part spiritual and part matter, with a soul, a soul in a body, the absolute jewel of creation. What is the purpose of this part heaven and part earth, part ephemeral, part material? Might it not be to know God, to know your Creator, the one who made you, the one who loves you, and learning to love Him and to marvel, and then with your material part of your being, to wander through His creation and discover the wonders of the sky and the mountains and the trees and the beauty of everything, and the mystery of it, and the science of it. Might it not be that you were meant to live forever, ever learning more about your Creator and His marvelous ways? So now you have to find a way to go through life without getting lost in everything, so that it doesn't get into you and so that you have time. You need time. You need lots and lots and lots and lots of time to refine yourself and let your hair down and rediscover life's meaning and take a deep breath of freedom. Let me put it to you another way. Is the reason for your existence to resent, to judge and blame your husband, to resent your wife? Is the purpose for your life to be impatient with your children? Is the purpose of your life to fritter away your time, lost in other people's issues and other people's problems and other people's 
What are they doing when they're trying to get your attention and when they're coming with all of this stuff and when they're trying to entertain you and they're dancing on the stage, they're putting on some kind of a, of a big production? What are, what are they doing? Are they not tempting you to give them your life? They do. They want your life. They want your time. They want your money. They want your everything. But when you give yourself to them, then you fall away from your Creator. Remember what Christ said. See, this is all very practical. Everything that he said is immensely practical. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. When the focus of your existence is your Creator, then you discover what His purpose is for you. And when you no longer resent other people, when you stop resenting your husband and judging your husband and hating your wife and being impatient with people and having contempt for them, when you stop doing that, then you're free to love. You are free to love. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Some of you are getting the 15-minute version. It's a half-hour program, so if yours is only 15 minutes, go to SheddingShackles.com where you can hear the whole 30-minute program. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'd like to make you aware of a couple of recent changes which we've made to the website, SheddingShackles.com. On the homepage, you'll find easily navigated icons leading you to various resources that are available. On the ebook offer page, you'll find new previews of several of Roland's ebooks now easily viewable on your iPhone or mobile device. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the second half of Shedding Shackles. Remember the old Monday night football? Someone would say, are you ready for some football? Remember that? Well, my question is, are you ready for some truth. What is it that 
sets you free from error. Isn't it the truth? If you're messing up and you don't even know that you're messing up, you're making mistakes, and someone points it out, then you see the truth and you can stop making the error. What is it that sets you free from hate? Isn't it love? That's right, it's love. But a special kind of love that sets you free, that liberates. Okay? So, we need to be set free. Now look, if your life is filled with errors, now maybe you don't know that you're making errors, but things aren't working out. Maybe you're not happy, your relationships are not so good, communication is not so good with your kids, you're angry at your partner, you're unhappy at work, you have issues, so something is wrong. And it's time to stop blaming other people. Stop blaming other people because other people are just other people. They're, they're not gods. They're just people. They all have feet of clay, every one of them. Every single one of them has feet of clay. Maybe some of them are not so nice, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're doing the best they can. All right? So stop blaming them and hating them. It's another distraction. Perhaps you're making some error. Do you always end up in the same kind of relationship? Does the same thing happen to you over and over again like happened to you a long time ago? And now you say, why? Why, does, why is this happening again? If you're needy for love, for example, let's say you're needy for love. Needy, 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 and then you go looking for love in all the wrong places and you're going to meet the wrong kind of people. It's that simple, isn't it? Of course it is. It's very simple. But what's the secret? You have to be able to see. So we said the truth sets you free from error, but you must be willing to see the truth, okay? If you don't want to see the truth. Have you ever tried to, to reason with someone that's very angry? You can't. They, they don't want to hear it. They won't hear it. They won't listen to reason. See what I mean? Hopefully they'll calm down and then you can talk to them. Maybe. How about someone that's in denial? Do you know someone that's in denial? Try to talk to them and they don't want to hear it. Are you with me? So you have to be willing to see the truth and hear it. Okay? And then it has to penetrate. How many people, how many times have you said something to someone, you said something heartfelt to them that could have helped them, and they say, oh, yeah, 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 I know that. Oh, yeah, 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 they, I, I know, you got this and that. They, they act like they already know it. It doesn't penetrate. It stays on the surface. So the truth has to penetrate. But the truth has to also be present. Someone has to say it. Someone has to have the love and the courage to point out your error. Because, yes, you too get angry. You too don't want to hear it. Or at least in the past, you didn't want to hear it. So it takes love to tell you the truth. So someone has to say it. It has to be present. Or truth has to be present so you can see it. See? You have to see the truth, and then you have a choice. You see what I mean? For the first time in your life, you have a choice. You've been, you, maybe your error started a long time ago, and you've been lost in the error, and emotions, and, and uh, anger, and blame, 
and denial and blame and distractions. All they do is keep you from realizing the truth. And so you have to see the truth. You have to see it. And then it can set you free. Because, you see, once the error happens, until you see the error and let it go, then it continues to operate. And so everything you do from that point on, every single thing you do, is to compensate for the error, to cover up the error, to pretend it doesn't exist, to not see it, to rationalize it, to excuse it, to hide it, you see. So all you do is you end up protecting it, and you continue in error. And your emotions keep you from the truth, just like the angry person doesn't want to hear the truth. Any emotion that you have, whether it's yelling and screaming at a ball game, or whether it's getting angry or upset or resentful, whatever it is, keeps you from the truth. So, do you see now how hard it is to tell people the truth and how hard it is to receive? And how blessed you are if someone tells you the truth and you hear it and it penetrates. You are blessed. You see how important it is to be able to see the truth, to realize the truth so that it penetrates. And then you can change, you see? So remember I said that you have a purpose for your existence. And I said that the human being is the jewel of creation, part matter and part ephemeral. And so this beautiful creation, this beautiful creature has a purpose. And I talked about that. But now let me continue. Let me continue with the thread that I began earlier. And so here is my question. Is it your purpose to resent your partner? Is it your purpose to resent your boss? Is it your purpose to judge other people? Is it your purpose to blame other people? Is that your purpose in life? Were you created to judge and to secretly resent and to blame? I think not. I think not. Now, what is this thing, this hate, this resentment, this judgment, this contempt, sometimes for your own family? Contempt for your own husband, contempt for your parent, for your brother or your sister, contempt for other people looking down upon them, secretly watching them, looking at their shoes and their clothes and their hair and judging them. Is that your purpose in life? I hope not. So how did this become your purpose? If that's what you're doing all the time, Christ said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So if you spend a good part of your day judging other people and condemning them and hating them and talking about them and seeking support against them and thinking about what they said and what they did and 
how you're going to get even and what you're going to say to them next time and how you're going to show them up and all of that stuff. But then it looks like that's become your purpose in life. Could it be that that's an error? Of course it is. It's an error. The human being was not created to judge others. Judgment is mine, said the Lord. It is God's prerogative to judge. Yours is to observe, to watch, to wonder, like a tourist through life, observing people, and yes, seeing their mistakes sometimes, and seeing their mistakes as mistakes, but not resenting them for it, not judging them for it, just seeing it's discer that's discerning. Why is it that you can't discern anymore? Why is it that you can't discern anymore? Something has gone wrong. Error has entered. Error has entered. So, let me ask you another question. If you resent other people, especially if you resent your partner, is it your, is it your hate? Do you really want to hate your partner? Is it your hate? If not, whose hate is it? And how did it get inside? How did someone else's hate get inside? And now it hates through you. And you, you think it's you. How did this happen? Well, long time ago you were upset and angry. And you doubted God and you hated someone. Maybe your mom who yelled at you or your dad who wasn't there for you. Or someone who teased you or put you down and you hated them. Or a teacher who played favorites. And the hate got inside. That's right. And... Now you discover that you're becoming just like the person that you hated because it got inside of you. So now what are you going to do? See it. And realize that it's the truth that sets you free. It is God that sets you free. You can't set your own self free. So he sends his light so that you can see and you can stand back from the error and stop being involved with it and stop protecting it and stop struggling with it and stop. Just watch and let God's magic light do the magic of saving you. You need to be saved. You can't save yourself. And you need to be saved from error. Who was it who said the truth will set you free? So see the truth and don't resent it. Watch. Watch what is not you. Watch feelings unfold and stand in silent disagreement and incline toward God. Lean toward the truth. Yes, it's a little painful. Yes, you, to see the truth about yourself. But see it. And regret what you see. That's so simple. That's all you have to do. Just regret what you see and don't try to do anything about it. Just regret it. Lean toward God. He is your Father, your Heavenly Father. Lean toward Him and then you will come to know Him ever so gently. He will reveal Himself to you. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.